It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. Back for another day of podcasting fun. It's Puff, it's Steph. Hello, friends. Thank you very much for spending part of your day with us. No matter what part of your day, no matter how you're listening or watching, we definitely appreciate your eyes and ears very, very much. More than you know. Uh, today's show brought to you by Freisinger Hyundai. Right on the price, right on the pike. We are doing our thing from the American Shaman of PA Studios. Take part in the Bottles for Botanicals program at American Shaman of PA. Recycle your empty glass product containers in-store and receive 150 extra rewards points. Steph, hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. That's great. Good to hear. Today's a big day. Um, I know we release these episodes at 10 o'clock at night. But a lot of you, the majority of you, watch or listen to them on Wednesday. So, let's assume that it's Wednesday and not 10 o'clock at night on Tuesday. And uh, just to let you know, to remind you guys, you have till midnight to get all of your answers in for the uh, PlayStation 5 giveaway. Steph threw you guys a massive lifeline on yesterday's show. Okay? So, you should have all your answers in and... You know what? Be confident and let's go. And good luck. Yay. Yeah, so the all that, you know, stuff closes in terms of your answers uh, midnight, um, at midnight tonight. And then we will start the randomizing process uh, to see who's going to take home this PS5. And here's the thing. Someone actually hit me up and goes, well, what if nobody gets all five right? And I said, that's a good, that's a good question. Good point, yeah. Then we go to four. Then we say, okay, well, which is actually, I hope so. I hope at least one person gets all five right because four is a lot harder to do. Because, like, let's say, say, okay, well, someone got four right. All right, so we pick a name and then we get to see, okay, well, that person got this one right, this one right, this one wrong, this one right, and this one wrong. Darn it, now we gotta pick another one. So, right, it's hard. Can someone just get all five right, please? (laughs) By the looks of it, I think we're gonna have some, at least. Yeah. So. Honestly, I haven't been paying attention to it. I just kind of let it go, and then I'll take care of it, you know, tomorrow when we start going through names and things. But, uh, yeah, so good luck to everyone who's participating in our PS5 giveaway. It's sitting at my kitchen table, just or my dining room table, just like, hey, you want to play with me? <laughs> hey, hey. Like, it has a seal on it. And you know that TikTok video or that TikTok sound that's like, no one's gonna notice. Who's gonna notice? No yeah. Like I was like, I was like, oh, I just break the seal and play it for a little bit and put it back in Nobody the box. Nobody would know. I mean, what's the difference between a brand new PlayStation Five and a slightly used PlayStation Five? Right. Used 5? for like an hour or two. Yeah. Like I like Spider Man. I want to play that game. Nobody would know. No one. Just like, well, the Spider Man would be completely out of its clear plastic. <laughs> in an hour, it's probably gonna have like. Like soda stains or, or <laughs> you never or know pepperoni pepperoni grease on it. I don't know. Just you know what though, you don't talk about playing video games that often. I, Are, do you want a PS Five? Like, would you want one? Okay, so fun fact about me: I was so into gaming when I was younger. Uh, I got the PlayStation Four the night it came out. I went now, mind you, I was waking up <clears throat> at four in the morning to do radio. Okay, I went to the midnight release of the PlayStation Four. You just stayed up all night. Took it home. Started playing with it. And then I was like, I got to go to bed. I'm an adult. <laughs> I have to work so, in an hour. Yeah. So um, but I realized pretty quickly that 
after I bought the PlayStation 4, there wasn't a ton of games I was interested in. I just wanted a PlayStation 4. So to answer your question, I will get the PlayStation 5 eventually. Okay. There just has to be games that I'm really interested in. And the problem is only a couple of games a year come out that I really want to play. And once I play, and I don't play online because I don't like getting beat up by seven-year-olds who talk crap. <laughs> but like, ha, 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 I beat you. I'm like, I'm going to date your mom. Um... <laughs> But I don't say date. Um, you know, I I just don't, like, I'm not into as, as into gaming as I used to be. So while I do want the PlayStation 5, it's not, like, super high up on my priority list. I have other things I want to buy. I want to, I have decided over the last few years that if I buy something, I really want it to help me make money. So why buy the, you know, $500 PlayStation 5 when I can go out and buy, uh, you know, a, a lens for my camera or I can go out and buy this cool thing that'll help the show, you know? Like, That's been your new thing is like camera equipment. Well, I mean, I bought stuff. Yeah, well, I bought something for the podcast that due to just life, I haven't been able to hook up yet, but that was the exact same cost as the PlayStation 5. It was that expensive? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, it's going to it's gonna make the show awesome. I just haven't had time to play with it and figure it out and hook it up and do all that stuff. So that's what I'm spending my money on. So yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really as into gaming as I used to be, but I do enjoy it. When I find a game that I like, I will play the crap out of it and ignore my family and friends and sit and play my game. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do a, would you rather it is Wednesday. Uh, would you rather be alone for the rest of your life or always be surrounded by annoying people? Oh, yeah, neither of those really sound appealing. I'm not a big alone person. I mean, I can appreciate some alone time here and there, sure. but for the most part, it's not my thing. I think I would have to go with annoying people. Oh, man. I think I would because I don't get annoyed that easily, and I think I'd rather just be around other humans and have interaction of some kind. I would feel a certain way if you was like, or you would say, I would rather be with annoying people, and then for some reason we're still hanging out. <laughs> be like, oh, I made the cut of annoying people. Great. Oh, well, that turns my life upside down. Um, alone for me. Really? That's an easy one? I get so frustrated with annoying people. It depends on what they're annoying. Like, are they annoying because they won't shut up? Or are they annoying because they tell dumb stories and you know they're lying? Or are they annoying because they're always like digging deep into your life? Like, hey, what's up? What's going on with you? Tell me everything. Like they're trying to fish for things. Um, right, there's different levels of annoyance. Yeah, yeah. I could deal with some, but if that's all, like, I have to deal with them. The only good thing is I would, if that's who's going to hang out with me, I just call them out and I'm being annoying. Because I tend to do that too. Well, there you go. That could solve the problem. Maybe you could ask them to be less annoying. No, you're just calling them out. <laughs> like, see you tomorrow when I'm going to do the exact same thing for you doing the exact same thing. <laughs> Yeah, so would you rather be alone for the rest of your life or always surrounded by annoying people? Uh, Steph says she'd rather be surrounded by annoying people, and I'm okay with being alone, I think. This is an interesting study from the U, uh, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, teenagers who nap after school on a daily basis. Was that you? Uh, no, because I usually had sports. Uh, Otherwise, I would have been napping, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I thought of you. Because of your, you know, love of sleep and naps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite. Um, 
Teenagers who nap after school on, a, on the daily are more likely to become violent criminals later in life. Oh, wow. I, th I <laughs> yeah, thought you were going to say something positive. Yeah, right. You, you weren't <laughs> expecting that turn, were you? No. Previous studies had found that teenagers who reported lethargy in the middle of the day were more likely to engage in adverse behaviors such as lying, cheating, fighting, and stealing. Uh, using data collected almost four decades ago, however, researchers were able to find more supporting correlation. Those who experienced daytime sleepiness as teens were four and a half times more likely to become criminal offenders about 15 years later. Jeez, just because they're sleepy, they're like yeah. fighting people yeah. and stealing? More likely. So it's not definite, but it's more likely. The study was able to look into the records of 101 students and found that 17% had been convicted of a serious offense, like violent acts and illegal acts against property. So, so wake your kids up. Don't, <laughs> Don't let, let them know. I, I was like you. So I was really into sports. Uh, the only problem was fall. I didn't play a school sport. Now I played hockey, which was a club sport. So I didn't, you know, my school didn't offer that. Uh, so we started hockey in like August and, you know, went through. So it wasn't necessarily an after school activity. It'd be like an evening activity, right? In a weekend activity. During the winter, I would wrestle and during the spring, I would play baseball. So I was probably that kid. I, I don't think it was every day, but it was definitely a lot of days. My parents would come home from work and they'd be like, where is he? Oh, he's in his room. <laughs> Wake up. Because you'd have time to nap in between school and then yeah. practice later that night. Right? Yeah, and I've never been caught. So... Committing crimes, you mean? I'm not part of this study. There you go. Yeah, you they... beat the statistic. Never gonna catch me. All right, uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. I'm I'm not even close to this. I'm curious to know what you are. Next. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. 
Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. This number seems huge. Like really, 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 really big. Um, a study said the average adult, and think about yourself here. I don't think you're really into the into these too much, but the average adult will try 126 different diets during their lifetime. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that many existed. Assuming you begin at, at 18 and average lifespan, that's about two different diets per year. Now it doesn't mean it's 126 different diets. Like let's say you want to get on like a low carb diet or something. Um, you might try it one year and then try it again the same year that counts as two gotcha the same diet over and over right okay or you like so it doesn't have to be 126 different diets but you try a diet 126 times that's a lot that is and i'm assuming that a lot of those times are not successful (laughs) i mean if they're trying 126 of them right i mean here's the thing maybe maybe they go back to the same one and it is successful oh man i've you know i've gained a couple pounds i need to get back on my gummy bear diet and you know what I mean and, and like and, and they jump back on to say one 126 times it's possible but I would assume that you know just averages diets don't tend to work no it's just so hard to stick to it consistently right so I mean there could be years where you're trying more than two you're trying three or four right oh man I got off that diet for a couple months back on it gotta get back on it you're back on it that counts as the one you went off and then the one you jumped on that so makes sense two. So it, at first, the number seems so crazy, but when you break it down, you're like, hmm. And we all know that person who's always on the next fad diet. Oh, I'm on the all Kool-Aid diet. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that was last month. Now I'm just eating spinach. Just nothing but spinach. All spinach all the time. I make spinach smoothies. I make spinach pancakes. I make, you know. <laughs> and th- like, we all know that person. They're probably way above that 126. Oh, yeah. Probably four or five diets a year. Right, because it's hard to find something that you can realistically stick with. Because completely cutting out certain things, like entirely cold turkey, just doesn't really work. I'm on the cold turkey diet where all I eat is cold turkey. (laughs) Hey, turkey has protein, right? All I eat is cold turkey. It's called the cold turkey diet. Everyone thinks it's funny, but I've lost seven pounds in the last six months. I'm pretty with the cold turkey diet. Have you done that many? Like, have you done a lot? Um, before I do any type of diet, I tend to research it. I say, okay, well, is this, like, is it a diet or is it a lifestyle change? Because there's a difference. You know, diets work temporarily. They don't work, you know, long term. So, a lifestyle change, that's when you got to be like, okay, well, I have to just make good decisions. I have a friend who's made good decisions over the last, you know, he was a big guy over the last, I want to say he's been doing it for about eight months now, maybe even a little bit longer. He's just, he's just made 
good decisions of what he eats, what time he eats. Still eats a lot of the same foods that he used to, but just not as much of it. Dude's lost over 100 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And it's not like he's doing anything super hardcore. He's not working out. Wow. Yeah. It's like I said, it's all diet. But, you know, I'm assuming he's jumped on a few. But it's, I don't know. To me, it's a lifestyle change. If you want to lose weight, you get it's it's not really diets. It's, and that was your uh, Puff and Steph health minute. You're welcome. Wow, that got kind of deep. Uh, a t- here we go. A TikTok user named Holly Nicole with four E's um, uploaded a video of herself throwing glitter all over her no good lion cheating ex boyfriend's apartment while Carrie Underwood's before he cheats plays in the background. Yes, I saw this video. Really? Yes. The video shows her tossing the glitter everywhere on his bed, which is a mattress on the floor. That's on you for dating that guy, by the way. (laughs) Uh, In his shoes, towels, tub, sink, couch, carpet, everywhere. Very proud of herself for this. On TikTok, the response was mixed somewhere along the lines of, there's no real damage here, which is true. A vacuum will take care of the majority of this or laundry. Um, and I love this because she didn't actually destroy anything. She made his life difficult. Very true. Others took the opposite side, calling the act childish. Um, just because an act is childish doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. <laughs> Good advice, Puff. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay. Is swinging on a, no, no, I'm, let's, let's take away like any type of like doing something to someone else. Like going to a playground and going on swings. Like if you were on a date with a guy and he took you to a playground and you guys were on swings, you would think that's really cute. Oh my gosh, yeah. But that's childish. That's fun. But that's childish. Oh, that's true. But it's fun. Right? Swinging is fun. Right. Okay, I see where you're going. I don't necessarily think childish is a bad thing. Um, But in terms of this, normally I have problems with revenge stuff because a lot of times revenge is illegal. Is this illegal? I don't think so. I don't, may, I mean, maybe, but they would have to prove that she ruined things, I think. Right, and like you said, you can vacuum the glitter off. It's gonna be a giant pain in the butt. Oh, it's a huge pain in the butt. Huge pain, but she didn't destroy anything. Nothing's ruined. She didn't harm anybody. You know, and, and I've been a huge, huge critic of people doing things just for likes, just for clicks, right? Like, okay, you just broke the law. For, for likes and clicks. I mean, congratulations, you're an idiot. That's very childish. <laughs> and not not date on a swing set childish. Not cute childish. Right, yeah. no. No, that's just childish and illegal and could end you up in jail with a fine. Um, this I don't have as much of a problem with. I think it was more fun. And, you know, there's no way of telling whether or not it's even real. That Well, that's what I was thinking, too, is like... Was this even a real situation, or she's just trying to get likes and views? Which she did. To be honest, I don't care. I, I don't have as big a problem with this one as some of the other ones I've seen. So, kudos to this girl. I'm a very harsh critic, and uh, I don't have as big of a problem. No, it was a creative idea. I haven't seen the video, though. It is funny. You'll have to look it up. I'm on TikTok a bunch, too, when I get bored. It, it, the video is funny, but it really stresses me out. I mean, she throws it like in his bath, like in his bathroom. She throws it like in the bathtub, and it goes in the toilet, and like all over his clothes. And it's like, oh, the thought of having to clean that up, stressful. <laughs> Where do you get that much glitter? That's what I was wondering too. She Can must have gone Amazon? to AC Moore or oh, something. AC, oh, so AC Moore just has a glitter aisle? Uh, yeah, I think so. They AC said, Moore they Michaels. They sell it in like gallon bags. Like, <laughs> how do they? I don't. She had like little containers of it. She must have bought a ton. 
I wonder how much that cost her. <laughs> I don't know, but it was probably worth it. <laughs> so, do you know, I used to have these at the radio station. I'd throw them at people. Do you know those little white, they're like firework poppers. They're like, you know, come in a white casing. You throw them on the ground, you go, and they I pop. remember you had those in your desk. I never knew why. Yeah, I threw them at people. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Inside? Yeah, why not? Oh, okay. That's interesting. I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be used outside, but okay. they, they're no, there's no fire. Like they can't light on fire. Do they? If they like hit you in the foot, does it hurt? No. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Eh. No, no, Undecided. <laughs> like if you're wearing a shoe, does it hurt? No. Okay, that's fair. And there's very few people other than yourself who used to walk around barefoot in that station. <laughs> I did. I, I made myself <laughs> right at home. No wonder you got fired. Anyway. <laughs> Um, a British woman says she mistook a small box of firework poppers for popping candy. No, like Pop Rocks. Yeah. And those are the little white balls that you throw on the ground thing. Oh, my gosh. Like, what makes you think they're candy? They don't even look like Pop Rocks. Says she bought a box of Fun Snaps at a local store, and it was stored near various candy items. Yeah, no, I get it. It is like little toys, and, and it's like the child aisle or whatever. That's, that's how, like, non-dangerous these things are. Like children, but you're an adult. When she tried to eat a handful of the poppers, they exploded and she suffered burns to her mouth, nearly lost a tooth. Oh my god. I just kept thinking what could have happened if I'd given them to a child. It could have blown her mouth apart. No, it, okay, okay, number one, no. If a child were to eat these things, their mouth would not be blown apart, okay? You're not handing your child a, a stick of TNT. It would be bad, though. But the kid would get hurt, just like yeah. you got hurt. But a child's mouth is not going to be blown apart, even if it has a loose tooth. Those things, they're just little tiny bits of gunpowder. But it, for a little kid, like, kids are fragile. Gonna, like, not, that could be no, painful. not. Kids are not that fragile. It the, would be very painful for a kid to put those in their mouth. I'm not <laughs> saying that the kid's not going to be in pain. I'm saying that their mouth is not going to blow apart. Yeah, but it still that's, wouldn't be good. You're like, have, what's the big deal? They still have the same skin that we do that's pretty durable. They have the same like jaw structure that's made of bone like a popper is not going to number one you put that the second you put that in your mouth you're like this is gross and you're gonna spit it out it tastes like paper okay number two how stupid are you as a as an adult person who went through school i'm assuming not you didn't go through don't put this in your mouth 101 but you you school is supposed to teach you not just to the books you read, but to think critically. Right, the basics. And of you life. grab these <laughs> from a bag and you look at them. Did she not even look at them just right from the box? Did she like put the box upside down, and just shake them into her mouth? Did she not just close her eyes? Just, Whatever I pull out of this box, I'm putting it in my mouth. Right. Like, what did How she did do? How did this happen? Because you know what? They're, they're paper. Right. It does not look like candy. And if you know what Pop Rocks look like, they don't look like Pop Rocks. They're Nothing. not colored. Nothing. They don't look like little stones. It is the dumbest story I've heard in a long time. Wow. Ooh, what if I gave these to a child? Their brain would explode. <laughs> like, no, lady. They would be hurt just like you, but they'd probably survive. Let's just hope that she doesn't have children of her own. These are the type of people that make nine kids, by the way. <laughs> kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah. Smart people make like two or three. Four at the most. The dumb people make like 12. 
Uh, I just named three of those Richard because I ran out of names. So that's Richard 1, Richard 2, and Richard 3. They love Pop Rocks. Yeah. You guys want to eat some fireworks? Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Coming up in just a couple of minutes. Now, this is a restaurant I want to go to. It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717-766. 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. This person's name is Feiging Fei, I think. Um, the owner of Aunt Dai Chinese Restaurant in Montreal, in Canada. He's been making headlines for his brutally honest menu descriptions. He doesn't claim to have the best food. <laughs> Mr. Uh, F- uh, Fee, sorry, says a lot of people want to be the best and we're simply not the best. That's a fact. We try to be a little bit better every day, and that's how I see it. Each item on the anti menu is accompanied by a description written by Faye himself. On some of them, he boasts how great they are. Others will say, too dry, not that good. Wow, very honest. Yep. Peanut sauce chicken. I don't know why, but peanut sauce chicken is liked by a lot of customers. I don't know why. Broccoli beef. Don't let the name fool you. This one is not authentic Chinese food. Uh, Black pepper stir fry. Don't let the name fool you. This one is not authentic Chinese food. (laughs) General Tao Chicken. I'm no expert on North American Chinese food, but I like our General Tao a lot, a lot more than what I thought I would have liked it. (laughs) Hey, at least you know he's being honest. You can trust him. Sweet and spicy pork chops. I'm not a huge fan of our version, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Mouthwatering chicken. This dish is very well known, and we are not 100% satisfied with the flavor now, and it will get better really soon. Our Sichuan pepper chicken salad is better than this one. Wow. If you went to a restaurant and that was written in the description, 
Like, what would you think? Would you laugh? I think I would. I think I would admire the honesty and the ability that, you know, he has to, like, kind of laugh at himself and his own food. Have you ever been to a restaurant, and, and I'm not hating on waitresses here, but have you ever been to a restaurant and you get that waitress that when you ask them a question, everything's amazing? Oh, yeah. It's like, what do you think about this soup? Oh, my God, it's my favorite soup. I have some in the back almost every night. What do you think about this dish? Oh, my God, I love this dish. I, I If I could eat it every day. if What about this one? This is like one of the newer ones, and I'm really excited about it. I've only had it once, but I can't wait to try it again. Like... Very rarely have I gotten one where it's like, you know, that's not my favorite. I would go with this instead. Exactly. And you admire that because then you know you can trust their opinion because they're not just saying, it's great, it's great, it's great. I've had those. I'm just like rolling my eyes like, okay, I'm not, your opinions mean nothing to me. I actually had a server last year. I went to lunch with some coworkers and I asked um, the server what the soup of the day was. And he said, I don't know, but it don't look very good. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm not getting it. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so we're going to skip. Uh, stump Steph today because I want to talk to everybody about uh, what's going on uh, with me. We pride ourselves in talking about our lives, you know, our personal lives. And I think that's why a lot of people like us is that, you know, we don't hide the fact that we have issues, that we have problems. We talk about it. And I think that, um, I think that's why, you know, when... I hate talking about this now because it's so long ago. But, you know, like when Steph and I got let go, a lot of people came out of the woodwork to support us because they felt like they knew us because we talk about our lives. We talk about what's going on. And uh, I posted something the other day, uh, Monday, about my dog, Cash. Um, we had already recorded Monday and Tuesday's show. So obviously we didn't talk about it on either of the shows. So this is the first chance I have to talk about what, what happened with my dog. Um, Cash passed away on it was definitely Monday morning um, for reasons I won't get into, but we definitely know it was sometime Monday morning. Um, I didn't talk about Cash on the show. Um, I did a Facebook Live where I briefly talked about Cash like a couple of months ago. It, was, it wasn't even about Cash, but he was in he was people wanted to see him during the facebook live and um i talked about cash we had found out that cash had cancer so um and it was a bone cancer and it was pretty much like we either got to let this thing go and try to manage the pain or we're going to cut off legs like it was just like in cash being a you know 9 year old bulldog if he was a 5 year old bulldog or a 4 year old bulldog we probably would have amputated the leg but being that old, bulldogs don't have a huge long life expectancy. So um, we had been managing the pain, and it actually had been going pretty well. Um, he was in no pain. He was actually really, ener not really energetic, that's a lie. He was really like, um, when he was awake, because <laughs> he sleeps a lot because he's a bulldog, when he was awake, he was like, very um, spunky, that's a good word for him. He loved climbing on the couch. He loved hanging out with me and the wife on the couch. He'd sprawl all over us. It was like we were really actually getting to know the real cash when he wasn't in any pain. Because I don't know how many people understand the story, but last May, I think it was, um, I went to Kentucky to, to, to adopt cash. Cash was um, owned by a friend of mine from high school who had some health problems and couldn't take care of him anymore. 
and he saw what I went through with my other bulldog, uh, Ron Burgundy, and asked if I would be willing to take cash in because he saw how well we treated Ronnie. And I, you know, I thought about it and I was really, really, really apprehensive. You know, I talked to you about my feelings about getting cash. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was hesitating on it. And this was a couple months after Ronnie died. And the reason why I was nervous and, and scared and hesitant in all those words was because of Monday. I was, you know, I just said bye to Ronnie and I was uh, dreading the, the day that I was going to have to say goodbye to another dog. So, but I got over that and I decided to adopt Cash and he had a lot of problems right from the get-go. A lot of health problems. We took him to so many vet appointments. We spent a ton of money on him, but he became part of our family. Moogie accepted him after a while. It took a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he became, you know, our dog. So uh, we found out, we thought he, he hurt his shoulder because he had like slipped down the stairs. Remember I told you he slipped down the stairs and we thought he hurt his shoulder. He started limping soon after, you know, a couple days after he slipped down the stairs. So we thought that he hurt himself doing that. We took him to the vet and come to find out he actually had bone cancer in his shoulder and that's why he was limping. And the doctor told us we had three, four weeks with him, which was crazy. But that was like two months ago. So the dude, we put him on pain meds and he was feeling good. And the dude was just like killing it. Like he was doing a great job. In the, but you know, we were always, we were always aware because that, that thing on his shoulder just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we knew that that one day, just like Ronnie, we were going to have to make that tough decision. You know, the decision that every pet owner dreads. That decision. Well, come to find out. Darn it. Almost got through it. Come to find out. Monday, he made that decision for us. You know, and it was tough, but Cash was awesome. And even though that day sucked, Monday was awful. I don't regret going to get him. I don't regret. The time and effort it was to be his dad, I don't regret the money we spent. You did so much for him. Yeah, and you know, you know Cash, like, he changed our lives, like, like any dog does. I mean, he wasn't special in the fact that he was the only dog ever to change someone's life. No, dogs do that on the daily, you know, but um, just he, he basically showed me that if I wait two months, two years, two decades to get a new dog, that day, unfortunately, is always going to happen. That day is going to happen. And you can't let one bad moment keep you from doing something that's amazing. 
you know, I wrote that on my Facebook page um, the other night. I said, no regrets. He was awesome. And it's amazing. I mean, you saved him. And a lot of people struggle to adopt or rescue an older dog because yeah. of that reason. So yeah. I think it's a, like a great message that you're saying that. Yep. It was it was our pleasure. Our pleasure. He was so lucky to have you. Yeah. Someone's calling me. Tell me to stop crying. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just that's what that's what happened with Cash. Um, you know, thank you. I put something on Facebook. That's kind of how I deal with things like. I'm like a very out, you know, extra, you know, extroverted person, so I like to tell people what's going on, you know. Um, and you got a ton of support. So I did, and I got so much support from my own personal page, from the the Puff and Steph page. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you so much. Um, just that's what happened, and sorry for breaking down a little bit there. Um, no, I mean anybody who has a dog knows how hard it is. Right, but um, just you know, just thank you guys and. All right, enough of that. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, weird way to end of the show. Okay, bye. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast.